0: And hello, welcome to Eastleeds FM. This is Red Kite, the final Red Kite of 2022. I'm Jwayne, and for the last show, we've barely got anybody. So, well, all we've got is Emily.
1: Hi. Uh,
0: Johan. Hi. And Mimi. Hello. And we've also got Peter Spafford, director of words.
2: Next to me, I think. Thank you, Dreary. Nice to have my full name and title. That's really very, uh, that's that's lovely. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here.
0: And we have Tony, who's on tech.
2: He is indeed, is he unfortunately, yeah. James. Is not well, So that's a bit of a shame, is But Tony's doing a fantastic job. He's got his headphones on. It's going very well. Well, to be
0: fair, James barely shows up half of the time. <gasps> Said it on air, yeah. He's probably listening. And well, he deserves to hear it. <laughs> Literally, there's a show on Tuesday called Teen Music. He's meant to be here, he never shows. Oh, I
2: be told.
1: Also, so um,
0: so
2: Henry
1: thing, is also in Japan. Oh yeah.
2: And he, he might well be listening, Emily. What do we want to say to Henry in Japan?
1: Hello, Henry.
2: Anything you want to say to Henry in Japan, Yohan? Yeah, well. Hi, Henry. I mean, really? a message for our Henry.
3: Um, I hope you're oh. doing well, Henry.
1: You <laughs> he just dropped to think. Why so, Delaria, did you leave us,
2: Henry? Why did you leave us, Henry? <laughs> so, Delaria, what, what have we got in the show this season?
0: So, well, I'm talking about this. What, what most normal people would call a running order, but what people on my show call a wheeling order and so we've got a lot so a lot of everything music reviews chat everything you heard it on the jingle 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 we've jingle we've also jingle, got jingle, an
2: interview jingle. with uh, a poet and uh, a comedian uh he's also a musician he's he's a lovely chap he's also a fantastic performer and he's here tonight at chapel i FM. hope
1: he's i hope he's funny. gonna be funny for us
2: well we hope he's gonna be funny i'm sure he will be uh, he's not here yet, he's still on the bus, but he's arriving very soon. But, uh, yeah, I've known him for many years, but he's come here to chapter the family. He's always been, a, gone down a storm, as they say. So, do so, I think storm, we've got some music coming storm, up. Would you like to introduce that for us?
0: Before I introduce that, there's a way that you can contact the student that's through WhatsApp. And can someone read the number, because I don't know it.
2: Go
1: on, Emily. Uh, okay. So, this is the WhatsApp number, if you guys want to get involved on whatsapp so it's zero seven seven one nine nine two four nine eight eight. 9 that's 0 9 there's too many <laughs> nines you sounded like very robotic when you read that anyone
0: notice <laughs>
2: too many nines are there too many nines in the number or too many nines in the world full stop do you think
1: there's three nines and two sevens along with two eights you
0: did really oh, well why
1: is there so many <laughs> okay
0: anyway and we've got some music now this is from the open the blow open mic which was last week which we'll be talking about afterwards and this is the band the grey ravens performing Was some music from the Grey Ravens, also followed by music from another show, um, Urban Selections. Is that what it's called?
2: Well, so yeah, we heard a bit from Urban Selections, which is uh, an ELFM show, and then something from uh, Blue Owl, which is I think it was Lacy singing.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Lacy.
0: So, so yeah, go so, on, Jo. <laughs> so who was at the Blue Owl open Of everyone
2: in the studio, Ooh. who Probably was there?
3: Um, I was there.
2: So, Mimi and Drueria were both there, and yeah, what 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 was it like, Mimi? Tell us about this. It was the was it the first or the second Blue Owl?
3: It was the second Blue Owl. Yeah. Tell
2: us about uh, what it was like to be. What was the atmosphere
3: like? Um, it was actually quite uh, supportive, I noticed, because there was like a lot of new acts that hadn't really like performed here yet, and so everyone was like so supportive of like all these people, and even people who hadn't like really performed live at all had like performed, and like everyone was so like, supportive, and everyone, like, w- was, like, cheering, no matter what people sounded
2: like. And for people who don't know what Blue Owl is, what is it?
0: Um, it's an open mic net created for people under the age of 25, and yet you've probably noticed the name Blue Owl. It's because, for some really odd reason, people at Chapatham Arts Art Centre, which is where it's best, like to have everything a colour and a bird, so Red Kite... That's actually a bird, I think.
2: It is a real bird.
0: Yeah, it is. There's grey ravens, which is the band head, and blue owl. What's next?
2: Purple so, pigeon? Yeah, purple, absolute, pigeon. It's a, yeah, purple <laughs> pigeon. You we, we heard oh it here God. for the first uh, time. we we'll have to pink. invent a show now.
1: Pink, Flamin- yeah. pink flamingo.
2: Pink flamingo already exists, but I'm not is sure it? there are many around in Eastwood. Yeah.
1: East. Have you never seen a flamingo before? Yeah. No. They're always pink.
2: So um, let's hear a bit more about Blue Owl. Mimi, you were actually performing there. What was it like to perform at
3: Blue Owl? Well, I'd I'd performed at the first Blue Owl with the Grey Ravens in the place that Lacey was in the song we actually just heard. So actually it was weird performing on my own. And I I actually got to do like an original song, which was great because I barely get to perform original songs live.
2: And how did you feel performing in front of other young people?
3: Oh, like that, that, uh, there's a lot of people thought I was going to be anxious, like especially my friends that are there with me, and I was just sat there like I was so confident with it because it was like a, a, a space I'm familiar with and I perform with quite frequently.
2: Can I also ask you about the open? Obviously, we used to run and have run and pass, hopefully in the future, open mics which are open to any age. What was the difference for you between performing for the open mic of the old days, at all ages, and for young people's open mic? Blue mic, blue mic, blue mic?
3: um probably the fact that a lot of the older people who were there were like so amazing and i was like so scared that wasn't going to be as good as them
2: and that was a little while ago before you had so much performing experience but now you're so much more confident on stage so but do you think it's easier and more does it give you more confidence to be in front of younger people or does it make is it a bit more scary Mm. um
3: I think it's a bit more scary because I'm in front of people my age and I I know personally that people my age can be, like, very judgy.
2: But you did really, really well. I I watched it. I couldn't make it, but I watched it and it was brilliant. So um, I'm just going to ask you, Aria, as well, because you performed as well, didn't you?
0: Yep. And I did one of the regular ones last year and I did not like my performance in that. It was not good at all.
2: Right. What about this time, then?
0: A lot better, I'm gonna say.
2: So what was the difference what, what what is what difference has a year made in terms of what do you feel best better at now? I think it was the song choices. The song choices, oh, that's interesting, yeah. So you think you chose better this time?
0: Yeah, definitely, because the one, I think you might hear it afterwards, um, the duet, we, me and Alex, who unfortunately could not be here tonight, had been planning that for months, thinking that it was going to be done at one of the older ones because we didn't know about Blue Hour at the point when we were planning this. So we'd literally been planning that duet for months.
2: Well so you got put in a lot of preparation for it then. Yeah.
0: But my solo performance, like I just chose that song like a few weeks before because it's a song that I love and it's by an artist that I really like as well.
2: So that that was a good thing to do. That was a good choice. So. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. And and Johan, uh, would you be tempted to uh perform or do anything in Blue L? What would you like to do? Uh, maybe a skit. A skit? Yeah. Yeah, some kind of comedy skit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, you heard it here. If Henry, if you're listening in Japan, sign him up for next time on Purple Pigeon. No, not Purple Pigeon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a, a skit, some kind of comedy thing. Would you do it on your own or with somebody else? I
4: don't know. Well, Maybe okay. Stephen or Amos. Oh, right. you need to do it with Amos.
0: That would
2: yes. be funny. That would be great. Right, Amos or Stephen. Right, you need to sign them up to do that for the next Blue Owl in February. Uh, Emily, what
1: about you? I like to do. Um I kind of oh wanna do like you know sometimes when people and ask those like really, really random questions. Like you know when we did an interview with that, that lady and um James asked, Oh, what type of ice what's your favorite type of ice cream? Something like that.
2: So you'd like to do some interviewing on Blue Owl, do you think?
1: No, like, like icebreakers almost. Icebreakers. Yeah, ice icebreakers. Yeah. I also want to do those interviews. Great. I like using the microphone. <laughs>
2: fantastic jolly good well i think we've got time for some music now and and, and and because since we're going to hear something that you did with alex do you want to just introduce what you did and, and you
0: so this is kind of a mashup fight another one of my favorite artists who i think you hear a song from later on but um this is um havana sing-off by conor and his sister anna
5: Sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water
0: Oh, Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight we could have had it all Rolling in the deep Hey, let's
5: get it started Let's get it started here Let's get it started starting Let's get it started here, yeah
0: Yeah, yeah shall so you don't say come and get me Yeah, yeah I was so caught up mm-hmm. It's close to midnight
5: And something evil's lurking in the dark
0: Ooh Beautiful girls All over the world could be chasing, but my time would be wasted Cause if you like the way you look that
5: much Oh baby, you should go and love yourself uh-huh. You love fast car I want a ticket to anywhere Maybe we'll make a deal Maybe together oh
0: baby, I'ma pick, pick you up. up Hold on, cause my door's not shut Ooh baby, and my car break down I'ma drive where you push it out. You are
5: my fire. The one
0: DeSire One. don't pick up the phone. You know it's only calling Cause this you want to belong to. I'm in love with
5: the shape of you. Push your pull like a magnet And you are unforgettable. I need to get you alone. Yeah, you just want attention. You don't know want my heart. Maybe you just hate the thought of me with someone new. Who...
0: Just hold on, we're going home. Yeah, yeah. Just hold on, we're going home. Yeah.
5: Havana, nana. Half of my heart is in Havana, nana. Twenty-four carry magic in the air. Her vanna, there's something about his manners, her mm-hmm. Merry Christmas everyone.
0: Happy New Year <laughs>
6: and then you're turning and you just can't fall asleep i'll sing a song beside you and if you ever forget how much you really mean to me every day i will remind you oh find out what we're made of
1: Welcome come to Red Kite, and that was, Count Counter Me by Bruno Mars. And you guys are in luck because we got a special guest here. And oh, sorry.
2: What's he called? <laughs> do you remember?
7: I remember.
0: So do I. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> this is John Hegley, who we've got in the studio right now. Hello.
7: Yeah. And why is the why is this station? Why is this program called Red Kite? I don't know. But you've got yeah, a red jumper on.
1: I don't think. You,
7: you've got a reddish tie on. This um, shows. is I've got, have red? No, no, Peter's got a little bit of it's sort of purpley red. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got, oh, we've got red things on the microphones. So, yeah, there's some redness in here.
1: This is a uh, pink thing. Yeah, have
7: got a bit of pink. Maybe Pink can I just see? is the next program.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, please. I'd definitely be on that.
7: So, <laughs> I've just come on the number 40 <laughs> bus. Um, and through Cross Gates, is it called Cross Gates? Mm.
1: Yeah. I hear, um, s-
7: hear
1: you're s- a, s- you a musician and a comedy man.
7: Yeah, a bit of music, bit of comedy, and a uh, bit of drawing. Look, there are. there's oh. a drawing. There's a drawing of a bird called a guillemot. You did that? Yeah, and my cool. my daughter did the boat, and uh, this is me as a child, of uh, maybe ten or eleven years old. Uh, on the boat, and um, I tell you what I'm going to—I know what I'm going to do. So I'm going to ask you to join in with this uh, this poem I'm going to read out to you, and this is called "All Hail the Snail." And when I say the word "snail," I want you to go "All Hail the Snail." Okay? So I know it's obvious for the thing that's movement, and it's not very easy to see it on the radio, but I'll tell you what. Um, so let's just see if we can do it. So I say the word "snail," and you go. All hail hail the snail. snail. Okay, so let's try that without me doing it. What do you do when I say the word snail? All hail the snail. Okay, so I do a little bit, and then when I say grass and leaves, you repeat grass and leaves. Let's try that. Grass and leaves. Grass Grass and leaves. leaves. So this is about uh, when I was a youngster, and um, we're going on a little journey. Me and my I was about, I think I was about ten. Anybody here ten? I'm eleven. No, nearly. So I'll do a little bit of this story, and this is about being on a boat. Our sailing boat is Bessie. She is floating in the wet. We are on our narrow wooden shelf, myself and Doggy Pet. Bessie weaves among the waves, far from grass and leaves. Grass leaves, we sail. I think there's only two of us, and then upon the prow of Bessie, I perceive a snail.
8: Oh Oh, hail hail the snail.
7: snail. Now, even though I like it best, just pet and die on ship, I welcome our newcomer sat there getting a good grip. I even do a snail. Oh Oh, hail hail the snail. snail. Salute. In honour of our new recruit, yes, we endeavour to include and be welcoming to strangers as long as they don't think they are entitled to our food. There is suddenly a weather change. There blusters up a gale. Doggy pet is worried that the stowaway will blow away and only leave the trail of a snail. All hail the the snail. snail. He warns us we must hang on tight if we are to prevail. The fury calms, the danger's done. In the sun the creature is still fixed upon the wood. The glue that sticks the animal, it sticks it very good to the wood. In the calmer waters, as I look into the wet, I see a football all deflated, which I fish out with my net. I place the football on my head, or what the French call sur Matet. Doggy Pet observes, now you look more like you're the captain. I stand proudly at the wheel. The snail. Oh, hail the snail. snail. Is without comment and as yet without a meal. Hey, we'll take you where there's grass and leaves. Grass Gras Gras and leaves. leaves. Grass and, Gras. Gras and leaves. Enough and other bits of vegeta- vegetable stuff. On we sail over decks of sunken wrecks, past floating hulls and flying gulls, under tiny feathered specks, which my telescope reveals on larger scale. Land ahoy, calls Doggy Boy. Soon we are at anchor. Our passenger I nestled in a vessel made of paper, and I nudge the little boat towards the land. I receive no gratitude, but understand the attitude. It's not a snub. The animal is focused upon leafy, grassy grub. Grass and leaves. Grass, Grass, and, leaves. Leaves. Grass and leaves. Grass, Grass and leaves. leaves. Enough of that. Thank you very
2: much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. 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 So, oh, one minute, microphone. So, first, uh, what inspired you to start writing and just everything? What inspired you to start
7: everything that you're doing? Um, hearing good poems when I was at school, um, and always loving music and always loving drawing, so really I'm very fortunate to be able to do things that I love. I love drawing, I love singing, and I like making rhymes, and those are things that I do.
1: Yeah, but living. why did you become a comedian?
7: Um, because I think it's nice when things um, make, I think it's, a, it's a, like a bonus, it's sort of, if you can uh, enjoy the rhymes, the drawing, and the music, and have a laugh, it's like three by three get one extra.
1: So... Which one did you do first? So, why did you do all of this? It's
7: always drawings first. <laughs> drawing First is drawing, second is singing, third is poems, fourth is jokes.
1: Why did, did you even want to do this, his thing in the first place? But I, like, I know that you liked doing them during school, but why did you enjoy them?
7: How? Uh, uh, why? I think because it was nice. It was nice to have attention, actually. And I didn't always get attention. I didn't always have um, friends, uh, and it was a way of getting people to be friendly towards you.
1: Well, you come to the right place now because <laughs> this is. I've, is this a worldwide web? Yes. So now, right now. The whole world could be listening to us.
0: So this is a question that I ask like whenever we're interviewing like anyone that, like musician, poet, asks us all the time. Do you feel like like everything you do is kind of like when you do it, it's kind of like an escape into like another world? You can just forget about everything
7: else. It's funny you say that because I was thinking about this today, <laughs> and I think it it is. Um, but the, the nice thing about it is, it's an escape into another world with other people. Um, so that's the that's the nice thing about it for me because I, my performance yeah, I'm, I'm a live performer so I do my poems and I perform my poems I write my poems but as you saw I ask you to join in with the grass and leaves grass and grass leaves and, leaves. and, leaves. and oh with the snail all oh
2: hail snail hails.
0: so like, <laughs> what what inspired you to start doing that like audience interaction ah.
7: Another good question. Uh, I was in a company called Interaction, and their um, thing was getting people to join in. And I've always wanted to continue it, and so because I think I, doing it, I thought it was a good idea, uh, and also I like to get people to join in emotionally, um, so all, uh, emotional participation. So sometimes those poems are sad as well as funny.
0: So.
1: It, no, you can go first.
0: Like, when, do you say about the emotional thing? Because like, when you say that, all I think of is like writing something that people can relate to.
7: Yeah, I mean, well, I talk about my family of us a lot. And I talk about um, my daughter. I love my daughter, Isabella. She's um, she's 27 now, but I've got quite a lot of poems about when she was younger. And I talk about my mum and dad. My mum and dad are no longer with, with us, but I talk about them. And writing them, writing about them in my poems makes them be with me.
1: Uh, do you th- you guys think I will be able to do an icebreaker now? To do what? Do you think I um, might be able to do an icebreaker?
7: An icebreaker, yeah. Go for
2: it. So I'm not sure what an icebreaker
7: is, really. It's, it's where
1: you ask a random question. Oh,
7: yeah, okay. I'm ready.
1: What is your favourite animal?
7: My favourite animal is the dog.
1: Why? Because
7: they bark. <laughs>
0: I don't like it when dogs bark. Well, it's, I like quiet barking dogs. Those nice, like, quiet barking. My college has like, this um, dog. It's like um, a therapy dog. And um, it's, I, it's very rare you see him bark. But today he was barking. I don't I don't know what. But there's been a fairly few occasions where I've seen him bark quite a Why? Why is he barking? There's certain people he doesn't like.
1: Like Who? No, I don't
0: know. I think he's okay with me. I've got like a lot. Of, I take pictures of him all the time.
7: What's the dog? What's the dog's name? Geoffrey. Geoffrey a good name. Good dog's name. You must have
1: a poem. About a Jeff- I've
7: got. A, I've got. A, I've. Have I got a poem about a poem called Geoffrey? I once had a poem called Geoffrey, but there is nothing <laughs> lefty <free> of it. <laughs> <Okay>. My
1: aunt <laughs> and granddad have a her dog called Ollie, and he's a border collie. Um, Ollie, I- the border collie. <laughs> Exactly, um, and my dad has a dog called Willow, and she's a red Labrador.
7: And what do you think of that dog? Mm,
1: I'm a bit uneasy around her. Mm. People keep on asking, "Hang and saying it's ridiculous, but I just, I just think it's. I'm a bit uneasy around her. Yeah, that's and, fair enough. It's, um, it's good to it's, know that you do, though. It's mm. just. Because of past bad experience.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So we're talking about like poetry. Could you maybe talk a bit about your writing process?
7: My goodness me! All right then. Come on then. What do you want to know? <laughs> I wrote that on the, I, t- I wrote that on the number forty bus. I mean, it's, I've written it before, but I met, somebody said to me, "Oh, you're writing a song." And I said I am. But I said but I had written it before, but I'm just writing it out for tonight so that I can sing it. So sometimes and sometimes I make things up on the bus, and I'm a quite an untidy writer. I mean that's quite neat, but here's another. Here's one I, I've got. Some, one here that I wrote on the train. I tell you that is untidy. That is un, so untidy writing. So some of them are untidy, some of them are neat. But um, I, I wrote down the name of the man who I was talking to uh, on the bus. so I'll keep it secret, but I'll tell you this. That he was in the thirteenth northeast Leeds Scouts, and that would have been a long time ago, and uh, maybe there should be a song about that that person. So you, things that happen to me, uh, I try to write them down, but I'm always thinking about my family and writing about them. <laughs>
4: um, oh, why did why why was your poet specifically about snails?
7: Um, I. Good, it's a good question. I think it's an animal that, I mean, I've got, because I've written so many poems about dogs and I've written quite a lot about snails and I've written, no, not, not snails, cats, and I'd written none about snails and I thought, hey, don't fail the snail.
2: Oh hell. Maybe if you've got a question, it can be an icebreaker like Emily's or it can be anything you like.
3: What is your favourite part about performing?
7: it's a good question that because i think it's in many parts you see because there's the right there's the c- creation of the pieces that you perform there's the performing of them and then there is the response to them I'm um, sort of after the show and uh, what feedback you get from them and i think really it's all those parts it's all those parts it's a bit like if you were making a shoe It's important to have the top bit, the laces and the sole. All the bits are important. So I think that it's really nice that there's a lot of facets to it.
1: Yeah, but you know how we were talking about snails earlier? Mm. I've always wondered if snails and slugs are the same thing, but snails just have to shell. That's Um, why whenever I find an empty Mm -hmm. snail shell and I find a slug, I can buy them.
7: I like it. I
0: have a nice break, G- of
7: Gently, of course. <laughs> Gently.
1: It depends if it was younger or not. Yeah.
2: So... Is it more gentle if it's a younger one? then? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, well, if well, I was younger. Oh,
2: ah, when you were younger, it wasn't. Sorry, yeah. So gentle. If
1: that's... I were younger then... Oh, dear. Well, that's a,
2: that's a signal. Significant... Been...
1: Once my sister, her sat on the slug and it stuck to her pants and my, my mum had to shuffle the slug off.
7: Shall I finish the story? Because I only said I just got this. I, I read two thirds of it and there's a third of it left. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Go for it. With the sh- so. Okay. So if you remember in the story, if you're only just tuning in, what had happened in the story? Can anybody tell us? Who would like? What's that? What happened in the story?
1: There was a slug in the grass. There was a... S- no,
7: snail. Yeah, there was. And what do we do when I say the word snail?
1: Oh, oh I know the snail. snail.
7: What happens when I say grass and leaves?
1: Grass, grass and, leaves. and leaves. Okay,
7: so... Um, with the shelly one set on its way towards the shore, once more I turn our Bessie to the wide and open wet and settle down with doggy b- doggy pet, all cosily and s- snug. Looking up as- upon the stern, I learn there is a slug. I try to do a slug salute, but all I do is fail. So I do the greeting that I do when meeting with the snail.
9: Oh, oh, the snail. snail.
7: We're uncertain what slugs like to eat. Bessie guesses grass and leaves. So I roll up my sleeves and turn us round to head for where there's plenty to be found. We'll send the slug to where we sent the hungry one before. Once more the shore comes into view. I open out my telescope as I sit on our bench and I can see a shiny trail. A thank you has been written out in French. And here we leave the story and the glory of the shelly, shally, leaky, peaky, single rooming hardback grass and leaves gas oh, so Consuming snail. Oh, oh, snail. snail. End of tale.
9: Yeah.
2: Yay! Woo! Okay, I have a random that Was question. amazing. Random question from Jueria.
0: So, but normally I tend to ask this to people that are like still studying in school, like that are like doing English. What is your favourite poem?
7: Uh, it's Tarantella by Hilaire Belloc. Do you remember an inn, Miranda? Do you remember an inn? And the cheers and the jeers of the young muleteers who hadn't got a penny and who weren't paying any, and the hammer at the doors and the din, and the hip hop hap of the clap of the hands to the twirl and the swirl of the girl gone chancing, glancing, dancing, backing and advancing, snapping of the clapper to the spin, out and in. And well, that's just a bit. How do
1: you remember all that?
7: Uh, I've tried hard to. I've forgotten most of it. It's only a bit of
2: it. <laughs> Lovely. Any other random questions for John before uh, we let him go? Because the poor chap has come on the 1940s and he needs something to eat. Uh, Any other questions to finish off with, Emily?
7: (coughs) I'm ready. I'm ready for the last question. I'm packing my stuff away. Mm. And here it comes. It's coming. What is
1: your favourite flavour? Oh i screw It's
7: chocolate. And it's mm-hmm. it's chocolate with the little bits of extra chocolate in it. Ooh. Chucky walky
1: I like bubblegum. <laughs> bubblegum sauce oh, and and, and sprinkles and the flick.
7: So we're gonna hear some music
2: now. Yeah. As John leaves the studio. Thanks ever so much, John. Uh, Thank so you so I think we could do with maybe what about Elvis? Have we got that, Tony? We do. Well, we've got
7: Leo with two L's. Oh, of oh yeah. to shoot up here. A song right. called called we'll Pink around. Socks. But then we should also briefly mention because anyone out there in Radio Land listening, within say a, a twenty mile radius of Chapel FM Arts Center, has time to still come down here because John's going to be performing here at Chapel FM at half seven. Which yeah. isn't how long. Anybody see a clock? I
2: don't know. In about an, in about not an hour. All, in about an it's hour. Only three pounds to get in. Woo! So that's not bad, is it? I don't think anybody has ever paid so little to see John (laughs) Hegley anywhere in the world.
7: So you've got fifty-two minutes, thanks to to Mimi just pointed out. It's six thirty-eight, so there's time. All right, but Leo with two L's. The song we've chosen is called "Pink Socks" because we thought. there's a clear a sounds, colour theme going on. Sounds good.
2: Do yeah. you want to tell us about Leo? Why you
7: tell- Leo? I've I'm, I'm, I'm I'm no, known Leo a little bit. She, Leo used to come to Leeds, um, study the course here at the university, of the music course. She's been up here. She knows you. She's called Lucy as well. And um, Leo was a friend of Celia Mitchell. And I met her yesterday for the, for the last, most recent time. And she told me about her music. And here it is
10: outside the station I don't care if you're the layer Taking all my concentration Now I wanna take off my tree socks
0: So, that was Pink Socks by Leo. And we just spoke to John Hegley, who is going to be performing tonight at Chapel FM at 7.30. And now, we did this... No, I don't know if any of you listen to my show The Disabled Table. If you don't know, I think you probably should. But we did this on there, and I want to bring it here. Since it's the end of 2022, I still thought we'd talk about some of our highlights for this year. So, Johan, you go first.
4: Um... My first highlight is uh, the trip to the Houses of Parliament, uh, because it was just we got a free tour of the Houses of Parliament.
2: What was what was good about that? What was your favourite thing in the Houses of Parliament?
4: Probably. Uh,
2: I don't know.
1: Oh, I don't remember the House of Parliament. I don't think
2: you went. Don't think you went, Emily. But that's any any other highlights there, Johan. Uh. I also went
4: to Austria, I think, quite early this year. Uh, somewhere like. To Austria? The, yeah, near the Alps.
2: Great. That was a good highlight. Any more?
4: Uh, the summer holiday, because <laughs> no school.
2: That's a good highlight. And
4: if. I think Emily would not, I was a bit next Gen yesterday, because I was at Stockeld Park, which is like just. I, don't know, I thought of Christmas. They've, like, ice skating and an enchanted forest and then
2: there's. I've Ooh. been
0: there. They don't have the best part anymore, so I don't go. The best part is the electric scooters that we used to have.
2: Thanks, Johan. Lovely. Some good highlights there.
0: So, Mimi, next.
3: Um, my first highlight would be um, the um, the Next Gen Home From Home showcase, in which we had earlier on this year where all of us just came together and we made this great showcase of like songs and like poetry and just everything about like our homes from home um and then my second thing would be the blue owl which we had last week which was just great because i got to see a bunch of people like amazing people perform and like it was just like such a great place to be and it was just like such a great vibe And then my last thing would be, technically not to do with this place, but happens here. I started up my band this year, and that was pretty great. Gate, gate, (laughs) That was pretty great.
2: So, um, yeah. So that's three good things. Three big things, actually. Yeah, wonderful.
0: So, now we... Oh, my God, there's a lot that I could talk about. I'm not going to talk about them in order of happen because of a certain reason. You'll find that in a minute. So... The first one was uh, back in February, the disabled table showcase that happened, and that was amazing because we got to like a lot of people came together, like people with different disabilities, and we got to see a lot of that, like performing. There's music, poetry, comedy, and yeah. So another one was um, an interview that I did for the show um, with the developers of a game called Time Crest. Cause it's like one of the most accessible games and I enjoy it a lot. Another one for me was visiting the People's History Museum back in July which was around the time we were preparing for Home From Home. Uh, one more is winning like, all the awards I've done to do with like, my education. And the final one, in April of this year, um, Chapel FM did something called Sound It Out, which Emily was at, and I got to come and talk to two people about radio and broadcasting, and one of those two people is now one of my closest friends, and that's Alex, who unfortunately could not be here today. Um, but shout out to if you're listening. And this next song we're going to hear, which I've totally forgotten what it's called, but I know it's by Elvis Presley, and this is chosen by him.
2: Jory, before we go to the song, can we just have Emily's highlights as well? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Oh my god. Sorry.
1: Don't worry. Um. So. So you know, my things is. Meeting my new friends. I'm not gonna say their names because they might be embarrassed. <laughs> and my first radio show, sounded it out. I created
0: a little bit for that one, which was about five minutes, in which involved Alex and another person called Ben, who has not, who I've not seen since that day.
2: Mm, I remember Ben. Yeah. And
1: Go on. And all the funny parts. Like one example was. Instead of saying my dad's girlfriend, I said my dad's boyfriend by accident. I don't and, remember. Um also during the summer holidays I think it was. But me and my family well, me and my mum and her boyfriend and all went camping in France. And I also liked going to the national coal Mine, mining museum. Oh it was fun. And well, apart from the part where um, we had to walk a lot, and my favourite part of that was meeting the horses. Oh, yeah. I and picture, I actually yeah. got to stroke one. How oh,
2: lovely.
1: And also graduating primary school.
2: Good highlights there, Jerry. I think you've got everybody there. So, what was the track again?
0: I can't remember what it's called, but I know it's by Elvis Presley.
11: Shadows follow me Here's where life's dream Lies disillusion Disillusion. The edge of reality Oh, I can hear strange voices echo Laughing with mockery The borderline of doom I'm facing The edge of reality
12: Uh, hello, I'm Henry, and I'm the broadcasting work here at East Leeds FM, and I am at Bishop Young Academy. Um, it's all very fancy. We're in a little side room, lots of lovely artwork, and I'm joined by four students that have been looking at Oracy. One of them is very familiar, so we're going to go to Josh first. Josh, why is well, what is Oracy? Tell me what it is. Um, oracy is sort of like um,
4: how we are able to talk not only just as people, but as a collective. So it's how we engage with others how we are able to voice our opinion, um, but it's also important to voice our opinion properly so we're able to get our correct opinion across rather than giving some form of um, argument there for the opposition.
12: Um, and why is it important to have discussions, to have debate? Um, who have we just been chatting to? Give us a little uh, overview of what's been happening.
3: Uh, well, we've been speaking to an MP called Richard Bergen. He's a really nice man. He's uh, come from Parliament to Bishop Young Academy today to, um, so we can express our thoughts and feelings on how the school has placed um, a strategy on how students can improve the oracy, whether they're from the country or not from the country, to help them with um, how they present themselves in a interview or like how they uh, present themselves in the community as a whole.
12: How have things changed for you since this program has been brought to the school? What yeah,
10: um, so we're able to speak more confidently and put our opinions across in like an analytical manner. So we can disagree with people skillfully and um, without it being like turned into a heated argument. And oracy has also helped us be able to speak and switch code. So um, the way we speak to our peers and then our friends outside of school um, is more like full with different vocabulary and then we can speak to adults and visitors in a more sophisticated manner and um, put across our views and articulate articulate ourselves with more confidence. Nice
12: one. Can you give me a specific example where you think oracy has really helped whether that's at school or home or out in social life?
10: Um, oracy has
5: helped me be able to debate and um, give my point of view in like how can I explain this? Um, it helps me argue correctly and without any disrespect, but it helps me put controversial topics and helps me um, get my point um, of view like across to them. Yeah.
12: What does the future hold for you and Oracy? Do you think this is going to help with uh, interviews or do you think with social skills? What do you want to use this in the future?
5: Um, me personally, I want to use Oracy like in a wider society so not just in specifically interviews um jobs and things like that i want to use it in the wider society as a whole so i'm able to communicate with people in the elaborated code
12: any last comments anything you want to tell listeners about what you've been doing
5: i just want to say that like it helps me be able to um helps um, put the minorities um helps minorities argue and just in a way that is not aggressive because minorities are stereotypically seen as aggressive, but it helps me and um a wider range of students just be able to put different views across. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah.
4: Great. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much folks. Sadly this is the end of the red kite show for this year. Um so I've got one last question for everyone. What are you all looking forward to uh for the Christmas holidays.
0: Only um, thing that's really happening is my cousin's birthday. And that's all oh, really that's happening on Christmas Eve.
1: I'm Great. looking forward to Christmas. And it turns out there's a me vision of another generation though. Literally, she's got the blonde hair, blue eyes, the same name, everything. It's creepy, but I would to ask it for Christmas.
3: For me, it would probably just be getting to hang out with my friends for two weeks without having to worry about school.
4: My would probably be the same thing as Mimi. Uh, just not school, just being with friends and Christmas itself.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Now, thanks to everyone for listening. Now, who's staying for the live event tonight?
2: Me! Me. Mm. Not me. I'm hoping that John does his Guillemot's poem which is a fantastic poem We you'll join in on. You might do The Snail again. Mimi.
3: And before we go, I believe Emily has something to say.
1: Am I allowed to do a shout-out? Go for it. So, <clears throat> I'd like to do a shout-out to my mum, my sister, my dad, my dad's <laughs> girlfriend, my mum's boyfriend, and all of, all of my friends... That I met in my lifetime. Even the ones in a different country.
4: Um, That is it. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Bye! Now we're going to hear a song which I chose. And as I mentioned earlier, this is one of my favourite artists. Uh, this is Merry Go Round by Conor Maynard.
7: Joey, why did you choose this particular song?
0: I don't know. Yeah?
2: Why do you like Conor Maynard?
0: Um, because he does like a variety of different things. He does covers, and he takes like different songs, and he like makes him makes them thick like, his own. Like, I listened to him. Like, I was to him, probably a few of his songs when I was younger, but when I became friends with Alex, who isn't here as you know, like that's when I got more into him because he's also he also likes him as well. So that's when I got more into him. Since so fairly recently.
2: Well, while Tony's lining up the song. Uh, I'm going to say thank you to everybody who's been involved in Red Kite. That's not just the people in this room, Jueria, Mimi, Johan and Emily, and Tony on the desk, but the Henry and family. Martine for coordinating all over the year. It's been a fantastic Red Kite year. Um, and looking forward to next year. We've got our Christmas party here on the 16th but I think it's just for oldies not for youngies <laughs> but if you're a person an older person as it were over the age of I think of about 18 who's involved with Chapletfen then come along on the 16th to our Christmas party. I think we're ready to hear Connor Maynard.
13: Let go, here we go again, the dream is over, I'm awake, dizzy, I can't take it, can we Friends. Oh Promises They lead to tears But I keep coming back Baby, here we go Again, again